it'll come out to you, do your work, whatever you need done, your regular maintenance, or if you broke down on the side of the road, give him a call. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call 336-423-6241. You don't even have to see me. Just let me know what's wrong with your car, and I will come and fix it, y'all. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, TikTok. I'm on the Twitters. Whatever you guys need, 336-423-6241. As always, I'll be seeing you. Find your next car at Auto Store of North Carolina in Walkertown. Their goal is to make car shopping and car buying experience fast, friendly, and easy. They have helped hundreds of customers get behind the wheel of a newer, reliable, quality used car, and they could help you too. Stop by and speak with one of their sales professionals today and drive away with your new car. The Auto Store of North Carolina, 4964 Reedsville Road in Walkertown. Give them a call at 336-595-8550 and view the current inventory of vehicles at autostoreofnc.com Pardon me, D-Dot here and as the voice of the Greensboro Swarm PA for the Hornets and the sixth man of Carolina basketball I do it all just like Beamer Tire and Auto Alignments, new tires NC State inspections oil changes (laughs) they do it all and with three locations in High Point, Greensboro and Kernersville B-Dot and B-Tar yes, we do it all If you need details, visit BeamerTire.com. When I think of Mountain Valley Hospice, I think of teamwork, caring, honesty. The one word that I would say to describe Mountain Valley is we're family. You're listening to The Rundown with Desmond Johnson. Like to have everybody's attention for a moment. There's a stat. I don't like bringing up stats, but there's one stat about the Panthers. He's a more creative in that. He, Traveling he, is not creative, he Brandon. Does, he <laughs> does. You know, no matter what the score is, and they've said it themselves, whether they're up 10, down 10, down 20, whatever, they know they can turn it on whenever. Why did you have to bring up the Cowboys? Right? <laughs> <This conversation>. Lived <laughs> in Texas for two years and just could not stand to watch Cowboys football. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, listen up, listen up. Welcome to The Rundown. Here's Desmond Johnson. Happy Saturday morning here in the triad, WWBG 1470 AM. It is The Rundown. Season 5 finale off for the summer uh, after this episode. Might be back next Saturday if the NBA Finals are still going on, but I don't think they're going to be. Um, Brandon Blakeney, Ryan Stone, Larry Frank in the house uh, for the Saturday morning. Got a couple things to get to, uh, get you ready for uh, a lot of sports that are going to be happening later on today at noon. The College World Series right here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Wake Forest hosting the Super Regional at the couch, uh, taking on 16th-ranked Oklahoma. It's a best-of-three series. Uh, we're actually starting off talking a little baseball. So uh, if you want to chime in, if you're a Wake Forest fan, you want to chime in about your squad, uh, feel free to do so. Uh, you can do so by going to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash at Tobacco Road Sports Radio, or you can just do it on our Facebook watch uh, if you're here and you can comment there uh, about what's going on. Gentlemen, what's happening on this beautiful June Saturday morning? How you doing? Another day of paradise, baby. We alive and healthy. <laughs> so I, I've got, I've had, so the past two weeks I've had panels that I've been blessed to have that I know are baseball fans. And a lot of people know I'm not that huge of a baseball fan. Although I will say 
uh, this past year doing high school baseball kind of got me back into it again. I think it's different when you're there, like when you're at the park, it's just a different vibe than trying to get into it on television. So for me, actually being there and, you know, the smells and the sounds and everything else, it kind of brought back a lot of stuff for me from like childhood when I was really into baseball. Um, so for me, seeing this Wake Forest team be as good as they are, uh, is this, I mean, Wake is the team to beat here, correct? Like they are, I mean, they're the number one ranked team in the country, but it feels like they've been number one by far, like the entire season, right? Well, the most dominating, dominating team yep. in all of college baseball right now. I mean, you look at every aspect of this team from, and Ryan, I know you follow them as well. If you look at this team from pitching to fielding to offense, I mean, to every aspect of the game, they're a complete team. To guess what? They got, what, three number one starters on this team led, led by, what, Rhett Lauder, who's 14-0, 1.77 ERA. He'll be going in today. He's up for the Spikes Award, which is the best player in college uh, baseball award. I mean, this team is a complete team. They got two guys in the middle that can hit home runs that everybody one through nine can get on base. And when you have that and add that to a solid bullpen, it's going to be very, very tough to beat. Now, that doesn't mean that it's handed to them. They still got to go out there, execute, and play. We all remember what happened last year when Tennessee went out there. They played the Irish, and the Irish upset them. But this is going to be a team that's difficult to beat. They're not just the number one seed in the Super Regional. They're number one in the nation, and there's a damn good reason why they are. They were Go ahead, Rob. I mean, they were they were they were not ranked number one most of the season. LSU was for a lot of the season, but it right. should have yep. been it should have been Wake Forest. Like Wake Forest kind of got disrespected. I think that the SEC kind of boosted LSU up a little bit, and understandably so. I mean, the SEC has five I mean, teams. I think too, it was LSU's roster, man. Them transfers they got in like that. It was all hype. I feel like, they, yeah, yeah. They 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 can. I mean, they're they have a ton of power in that order. But like Larry said, the pitching that Wake has at the top of their rotation is unreal. One through nine, they can hurt you. I mean, I did I did a UNCG game with them earlier in the season, and they I looked at they were ranked, I think, fourth at the time. And I looked at in like middle of the game, I think they had 16 runs already. They scored 20 that night. And uh, they averaged nine point three runs a yeah, game this I looked, year. I looked at my color guy, you know, we're in a commercial break midway through, and I was like, this is the best team in the country. There's no way they're not. I mean, you just yeah. – <laughs> like they're just – 50 and I, I mean, now, like Larry said, it's not handed to them. They got to play an right. SEC team today. They're one, like – I mean, Alabama's one of the hottest teams in the country as well. Yes. They've won 10 yeah. in the last 12 games. So, this is and not going to be an easy super regional. It kind of reminds you of the basketball team, what they had going on with, like, the turmoil. Because, you know, Alabama's got those that yep. scandal going around them too. Yep. And they're just playing yep. through it. <laughs> So it's well, like this is also, guys, remember a team that in the region that just went on. Now, first of all, let's give credit where credit is due to the Wake Forest fans who stayed during that wet, inclement weather and just yeah. packed the house. It was an unbelievable atmosphere, unbelievable crowd, and they show you how much they love their baseball. But this is a team that rolled through the uh, last regionals by outscoring their opponents. Listen to this, Ryan. Forty-eight to seven. Oh. What? It's getting ugly out there, man. It just shows you like the state of North Carolina baseball in general right now. Because you look at the UNC Charlotte's of the world that are upsetting yeah. 
top seed Clemson and like just them, ECU, Coastal down there in South Carolina. Like the state of baseball in the Carolinas is really I mean, good. Dude, eight, eight, yeah, dude. You beat Virginia yesterday in game one. So, yep. I mean, and, uh, you know, shout out to a Grimsley Whirly. Yep. Tyler yep. Albright. Yo, he's a freshman, and I think he hit like 305, bro. Is that, and, is that yeah. Ethan's kid? Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you um, what, man, he was a hell of a basketball player yeah. and a football player, too. I, he, and give um, Duke some credit last, yesterday. I mean, they went down in that game. I believe yes. it was four to three. They took the lead, and then. What a great ending. We posted it, I know, on uh, Frankly Speaking Baseball and Tobacco Road Sports Radio, I think, uh, shared it. The ending of that game where it looks like they're going to lose because it's a home run and then it's caught at the fence. Just yeah, a great, great yeah. game and a huge, huge win for Duke. Uh, you know, let's not forget them. Uh, you know, they're, they're another team that's uh, going to be, you know, I don't see them going far. But they're in there. They're doing something. Uh, they're like, overachieving already, I yep, think, at this exactly. point. <laughs> I mean, not just, all, not just Albright, but their starting pitcher yesterday was a freshman. Their closer yep, was a yeah, freshman. Like they're I mean, they, young. They're young yeah. team. Young team. I, want, I wanted to take a second to give a special shout-out to some local talent that's involved in all this stuff. First of all, over uh, in Oklahoma, uh, the softball team, yep. Kirsten Deal, uh, yep. East Forsyth graduate, uh, standout pitcher here for their softball team led them to two state title appearances. Uh, actually, me and Ryan called uh, the one year before last. Oh no, we did. Yeah. We did both. We did both. She we was on live with Brandon Blake. Oh, no, 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 I think JP yeah. did the one last year. Yeah, JP did because it was out of town. But yeah, uh, yeah she so, and she's played too. She was uh, coming in doing some closing or whatnot. Oklahoma on this like UConn type level of just dominance. Uh, they're what they were like fifty eight and three or something over they, the past they won like 51 games in a row yeah and they dominate they won their call they won the call uh the, the girls college world series uh a day or two ago uh and then josh harrell uh part of that pitching uh tandem here yeah. at Wake Forest, yep. uh reagan uh standout we did do that uh reagan fuquay varina let's say 2021 i think it was uh the 4a state final uh fuquay varina actually won that uh, i think two games to one but uh, we got a chance to see uh, Josh there, and that was right when in his senior year. And what? they were saying he was going to get drafted, like first. Well, round. He was, was going to be a first round pick, and I think that's what everybody thought he was going to do. And yeah. I remember being a couple weeks later being surprised that he decided to go to Wake Forest. Yeah, yeah. I remember oh, us, talk, I remember <laughs> yeah. us talking about it like in a lightning yeah. storm on top of yeah. a, a metal chicken coop looking type thing at Burlington <laughs> Athletic Park because uh, <laughs> it was right before you know like. We didn't know anything about like uh, NIL hadn't officially, I don't think was there yet. I yeah. think, I think it was being talked about, but it wasn't official. So we were like, or it just happened. So we we're like, well, we can see why he's going to wait. Cause he can actually make some money now by going to college for a couple of years instead of being in, you know, a form system or whatnot. But uh, yeah, I, I'm actually, I'm curious about this game. I actually have to leave at noon, but with it being on ESPN, it is going to be on ESPN at noon today. So as soon as you're done here, you can flip it right over there and watch the Wake Forest Super Regional. Uh, I'm hoping it's going to be on ESPN Radio. Um, I don't know if it's on ESPN Radio, but you can listen to it on Learfield. I know. Can you? Okay, I got to yeah, figure out which yeah. channel. Uh, which Stan, channel Stan, Stan Cotton and Larry Sorensen are broadcasting it. That's right. Yeah. Let me figure out where that is. Uh, Shout out to Wake too, man. Like they just recruit local talent really, really well. Which Even the incoming do. classes. Yeah, they. There's a lot they got of talent a, coming. I mean, and see, I'm tentative because I just came off of a season uh, producing for East Forsyth baseball. Uh, here in Kernsville, where they were nationally ranked uh, for most of the year and number one in the state. And then they just kind of petered out right at the very end at, for a number of reasons, probably. But I don't want to get too geeked about Wake because I just did that with East, like following them all year. And then it, it kind of petered out at the end. I hope that didn't happen to Wake. 
it doesn't seem like it will, although it's kind of like the same path where they're just dominating throughout the season. But Wake hasn't fallen off. Wake feels like they're getting stronger. <laughs> like, yeah, Wake so, just hey, needs yeah. to play their game. Yep, they exactly. can't think too much outside the box. Do the things you've been doing all year long to get to this point, playing great fundamental baseball. Don't let the hype get to you. And that's easier said than done. But that's where coaching comes in. That's where you need your coach to go ahead and keep everybody even keel. But at the end of the day, they know what they're playing for. They are the best team in baseball. Now it's just a matter of going out there and doing the things you've been doing all year and take the trophy home. I want to say real quick before we flip the page here, I'm keeping it Wake Forest-centric. Um... Uh, as we move away from college baseball, there we do have a new TikTok account that we're putting up new uh, bits and, and odds and ends and things there uh, for you to catch throughout the week. Um, I'm still new to TikTok, so I'm still trying to figure out how exactly to share this. I guess it's underneath my name. It's Desmond Johnson 841, or you can just search Tobacco Road Sports Radio. It should pop up. There's some Frankly Speaking shorts in there, uh, some shorts from uh, the Keep Pounding Podcast Network. We'll probably start throwing some live from Brandon Blakeney stuff in there as well. Uh, just little, you know, little clips with TikTok. I'm I'm leery of TikTok because I see my wife go down a rabbit hole like every night and just like disappear <laughs> for like two hours on TikTok, and it's, she's just doing this the whole night. I'm like, what are you doing? It's like some deep hole on something, and it's just like you've been on TikTok for like a while. So I mean, I, I'm a little worried about it, but that seems to be where all the kids are. So uh you know go check that out go uh subscribe to that uh keeping it wake Forest centric chris paul uh the phoenix suns announced that they're probably going to be waving chris paul uh, earlier this week now people have said that this is just a cost cut and move they're going to try to resign him back at a, a lower price although chris might be able to get more out in the open market if he chooses to my question i guess to the panel would be should chris paul retire and if not what would be the best spot for him to land if not in phoenix um Brandon, let's start off with you. Honestly, I've been seeing a lot of chatter about them potentially doing like a sign-and-trade situation of Phoenix getting James Harden and Chris Paul going out to 76ers. Like, it's been going around for a little while, but mm. it's really starting <laughs> to pick up momentum right now. I like, seriously, it's uh, it seemed like it could be a really uh, feasible option, to be honest James with Harden. you. Um, so I think him and Joel Embiid, if they get some shooters around, that could be a really good team. I think they could actually run better with Chris Paul than James Harden. I know that sounds crazy, but I think just in the pick and roll game, him and Embiid, if they get shooters around him, Chris can still put the ball in the bucket. Like he's still got some tread on the tires. So I'm hoping, you know, he gets a chance to win a championship, but if they get some shooters, they could play, they could pay Chris less bring in more depth, bring in more talent around them. But a pick and roll with CP3 and MB, and you get a, a nice wing piece, I think they'd be all right. Yeah, I'm mad at that. Um, uh, Ryan, your thoughts on it? I, I th- well, if Chris wants to win a championship, I think Boston is his best move. Because mm-hmm. that's it. That's the that that team needs leadership. And Chris has Chris is that's what he does. And he they kind of need somebody down the stretch that'll just dictate where the ball is going. And what they're gonna do because they kind of get lost on offense at times. It they seems like it's to lead. I mean, they got yeah. four point guards. And yeah. That's the problem. They got too many. They have four point guards. They don't have a true point guard. That's, yeah. the, that's yeah. the. And I, I, I have also seen like Brandon said the sign, sign and trade thing. I've also seen one for Marcus Smart going to Phoenix and Chris Paul 
go into Boston. So, I will say I, LA too. I, I wanted I'm to say that too. Yeah. I, I wanted well, to say that too. LA would be my second if I he think, wants to win a ring. I think like, LA is where he's going. I think LA is where he's going to go. That would be magnificent. But, but, that would be magnificent. He still has a house in LA from being with the Clippers uh, for eight years or whatever. Larry, yeah. your thoughts before I, I chime in here. Where, where, what's the bet? I haven't heard anything about Chris Paul retiring yet. Like, I mean, the man's played 19 years. He's made. Well, you're about I mean, to look at. I don't want to be in his pockets, but <laughs> I don't want to be in his pocket. I think my man's made over like 300 million dollars in NBA salary over the past two decades. So it's not like why play? Why play? Very I mean, listen, you know, and I'm going to give you my take. I agree. He still has some tread on the tires. I'm not going to. I agree with you guys. And I agree with Ryan that if he is going to go somewhere, I really do believe Boston would be the best fit because I think Boston's a leader away from winning a championship. And I think uh, even though he may not bring on the court what he used to bring, he still brings something. He brings a facet of the game that they need, which is called leadership. And that's important to win championships. Now, on the other side of it is I don't think Chris Paul is on an upward swing in his career. You know, what he's playing, 18, 19 He's like 38 years old. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's on a downward. There would be nothing wrong with him saying this is it. This yeah. is not a bad time. It's a good time to walk away. Okay, I mean, He's still the first ballot Hall of Fame. Right. He doesn't away. have to prove anything else unless – like Ryan said, does he want to just play to win another championship? And I think the ultimate goal that every player is, especially as you get older, is to win another championship. I would say, I would say, let's end it. Let's but I will say it. this: Chris Paul did come out and he did come out and say that he wanted to play several more years already. So that's he out did there. say that. Yeah. But what you say and what you're able to do physically, you know. Father time takes over. We want to play, but sometimes we don't realize as athletes our time is done. And I'm once again, he brings something to a team. Yeah, he's not. It depends what team he goes to. Like Ryan said, if he goes to Boston, he's not bringing just score points, score points, put the bucket in the basket type player. There's so many things that I believe this year, and guys, correct me, you know, statistics on the NBA a little bit better than me, but. Didn't his assist total go up this year compared to previous years where he's been dishing the ball off more, doing things because maybe he's not uh, the ball. I, I mean, that's always Chris Paul's game. Right. Same, same he's, area. He's yeah, always he's been, always yeah. been an assist okay. guy. And he's I not think, gonna go anywhere and have to be the number one option. Exactly. Well, that's the other thing. I think I think if he goes to Boston, he can take nights off. He can only, you know, he can play yeah. 55 games. You know, he yeah. doesn't have to play the whole season. I think if he goes to the Lakers, though, that's a different story because Anthony he's Davis the third. Yeah. He's probably the fourth option there. Okay, so, <laughs> but, all right, so okay, with the Lakers two, scenario, two guys like who are older, like LeBron and Anthony, and Anthony Davis. Well, he's not older. AD not old. He play like he's he older. older. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> he moves like a 38 year old. Yeah, uh, he moves like everything hurts. Um, and but. <laughs> he may have to play more in L.A. They may need him to play more. But what, Brandon, do, do you think L.A. is a good fit for him? Because oh, you put yeah. him with LeBron, can they get – I mean, can they – They're like best friends. I mean, they're – you know. Well, he's the, only, he's the only banana boat guy that hasn't played with LeBron yet because everyone else – Carmelo, yeah, Wayne so, Wade, they've, yeah. all, they've all played together except for CP3 and LeBron. I'm As the only Laker fan on the panel, I'm all for it because I'm a CP3 fan too, but not as the starter. Like, but like y'all have nobody to start and let CP3 
run the the second team. Let him come in no, and run the bench team. No, year nineteen. No, that's absolutely no. D'Angelo Russell was not going to be in LA next year because he was Correct. unplayable in that last series. I, last I'm series. sorry. No, 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 no. I, I love D'Angelo Russell. I love D'Lo. I saw flashes. He will not be there. I saw year. him flashes of Montverde and Ohio State in the series before, but in that last series, he was born. He was unplayable. Like he played himself out of a bag. But that was there's different. one big difference. He looked terrible, though. Yeah. You can't one big difference, not, guys, no, be, between uh, him going to LA or him going to Boston is that he doesn't make LA an immediate contender, which I mean, championship team. He makes Boston a championship. I mean, Boston team. is a championship team level I'll right throw, now, look, so. throw, right? Exactly, I'll throw Boston completely out just not because of what they have team wise, but because Chris Paul's not moving to Boston. Like that's not happening. <laughs> so we I just, just yeah. I mean, I don't he's know. He's not going to go to Boston. I have a hard time seeing that too. Like, I, I honestly, yeah, I don't see like that would be a spot. Because he could have went to um, instead no, of Phoenix, he could have went someplace from, else. And well, you didn't ask home. where he was going. You said what would be the best fit. True, and the best fit. I think LA though. I think LA will be reasonable. I mean, honestly, man, it might sound crazy, but if they're not going to do nothing with Russ, maybe the Clippers make another run at him. I, that's possible. Like bring Chris Paul back to the yeah. That's possible too. I mean, literally, you need a I facilitator mean, and a closer. He still he guard. still has a house in LA. <laughs> like he never left LA. Like he still lives. In I think LA. his kid goes to school. Like they just did an interview. I think his kid goes to school out there. Like his family's so. there. What about uh? I keep I've heard from the the the, the few Hornets fans that are uh, not afraid to no, say that. No, we're not doing that. Not bring no, him home no, for a little no, run. No, no. Chris deserves better. He deserves it was, better. It was, it was Michael Jordan better. just wants to throw one more dagger into the Hornets. He 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 <laughs> deserves better. Eighty million dollar two year deal. Welcome through <laughs> and just and play twenty games and get hurt and then just not retire before it would be the worst. Nor. It would be the ultimate. It would be the ultimate troll move from Michael oh Jordan before he sold it. Just give Chris Paul to Max. You know what I'm saying? So, so but Larry, Larry's the only one on the panel that said Chris Paul should retire. Like I, I'm actually kind of getting to the point where if I'm you're gonna like, get, if you were gonna if, if, all right, that's what I was gonna say. If you are going to play at this point, I feel like it needs to be for a championship. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, he still can give you fifteen and eight <laughs> if he's on the court. If yeah. he's on the court, he can give you fifteen and eight. Now we know the injury history. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been some struggles. A lot of it's like uh, and like leg injuries and stuff like that. So I mean, well, he got his hand caught in the guy's jersey that one year. He's trying to make a steal. I think he's, he's with playing, the Clippers. Yeah. He like tore ligaments in his wrist like that. I mean, it's like freak accidents. So. Yeah. Yep. So, so I went to go look it up. Like I said, I don't like being in uh, another guy's pockets, but uh, he got drafted in 2005. Career earnings. Chris Paul's made $222.5 million in his career. Um, well, it's not about money. We know no. that. Because no, I mean, because that's <laughs> what, what I'm saying with him getting cut by the Suns. Maybe to come back to the Suns. Maybe the Suns are the best option for him. He's to still go got back the state for him, money. <laughs> yeah. and, and don't forget about that Jordan, that Jordan one. And Jordan, he's still Jordan, he's still Jordan yeah. brand too. So, yeah. I see. I remember back when, like, he was in New Orleans, and Jordan had just bought the team. Where I think I wrote an article on it, where I was like, "Go get Chris Paul. He was in his prime. Bring him back home. It'd be like a story." But this was like 2011 or something like that. It yeah, was right that around. Sense then. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, this was right around when the whole uh, Chris Paul to the Lakers trade got nixed by uh, David Stern, and it was like, okay, well, they got to move him somewhere, and it was like Jordan. He's on Jordan brand. I think I made the same argument for Russell Westbrook to get traded to the Hornets because they're on Jordan brand. It's like, yeah. I mean, if that's I the case, we should have a roster. 
That's what I'm saying. Carmelo Anthony. I made a point. Carmelo Anthony. Luca's on Jordan Brand. Let's go and bring Luca. Bring Luka. 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 Bring him all. <laughs> he doesn't use it to his advantage, though. And that's why I don't know if it's illegal to. I don't think it is from everything I can see. I think Zion needs a change of scenery, too. It sounds like so. <laughs> Does he? Keep him away from Houston. <laughs> Doug, looks like he, seems like he's just fine. I was like, yo, he's had a lot of idle time. So, I mean, I can't really. That's why he can't stay healthy. You know why he can't get healthy now. Yeah, that's why he can't you stay healthy. Man, my boy got the Riz game. He he hooping just off the court. <laughs> yo, the, uh, he's living the, the superstar life. Look, he a shooter. Who knew? He a shooter. Yo, but the, yeah, the, the club he decided to shoot up. Uh, not Well, not the club he decided to shoot up, but the girl that found out about it. She is not happy. Uh, well, it's like three of them still, on his head right now. Oh, there three? Yeah. There's one that's like 32 years old that's still going in. Bro, she been going old. for like four days. Oh, that's the one. Uh, Mariah Mills. Uh, yeah. Bro, yeah. it's been yeah. like four days. I'm, I'm not going to go into what her profession is and what she does to pay rent or anything like that. But it, She it, retired. Oh, she's – yeah. But still, <laughs> she thought, I, think, I think Zion was a retirement plan, and yeah, it ain't panning so. out. <laughs> it sounds like her plan was to make Zion, build Zion up into the next LeBron James and just just talk him into it. Hey, and- I think that just shows though, just the credit to LeBron coming into the league at eighteen and never getting into no nonsense like we seeing with some of these young guys. Well, he was, but like, it's he long. He's got that, he got that NBA. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, though. Whatever you really? got to do, whatever you got to do, you really, handle your you, business the right way. If you really want to sit here and think LeBron James has not done anything. Do we know about it, though? Do we, but, but oh, do we, we know, know about it. About it. Exactly. We can all squad. sit here and say, hey, you don't know what I, but hey, do you know about it? Is I mean, it on Twitter? LeBron is it on Twitter? Rich Paul in the room and says, you got to sign this. Could you imagine if they had Twitter? Turkey. Hey, could you imagine if they had LeBron, man, clean rap sheet. Brandon, could you imagine if they had social media when Wilt Chamberlain played? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to stay in the NBA. Get in I the never NBA thought about finals. that. That's a good point. Right? Wood yeah. and Magic. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Magic in the 80s. Uh, woo. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, we'll be back in just a bit. We'll get into uh, the NBA Finals game four last night. Uh, Denver taking control of the series. 108-95 winners of game four. Uh, can Miami come back? It feels like every time we dump no. dirt on the heat. They just rise no. from the ashes. Uh, is this the end of the road for the, the no. East Miami Heat? Uh, we'll be back in just a bit. You're uh, listening and watching to the, uh, watching the rundown here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio and WWBG 1470 AM. You're listening to The Rundown with Desmond Johnson. Walkertown Auto Sales. Look no further when shopping for your next vehicle. Located in the heart of the triad at 3076 Walkertown View Drive in Walkertown, Walkertown Auto Sales specializes in affordable and reliable used cars, trucks, and SUVs. They offer financing with good credit, bad credit, or no credit, with interest rates as low as 3.9%. With knowledgeable employees that are always willing to go the extra mile, you'll drive away with the car of your dreams at Walkertown Auto Sales. Check out the entire online inventory now at Walkertown Auto Sales. It's summertime, and that means it's time for the Catalinas. The Catalinas are celebrating their 66th anniversary this year, performing across the Carolinas. Proud members of the North Carolina Music Hall of Fame and the Beach Music Hall of Fame. Go to thecatalinas.net for show schedule and to request bookings. 
For corporate advertising opportunities, call 336-777-6362. It's the Catalinas. Pardon me, D-Dot here. And as the voice of the Greensboro Swarm, PA for the Hornets, and the sixth man of Carolina basketball, I do it all. Just like Beamer Tire and Auto. Alignments, new tires, NC State inspections, oil changes, they do it all. And with three locations in High Point, Greensboro, and Kernersville, B-Dot and B-Tar, yes, we do it all. If you need details, visit BeamerTire.com. Blue Naples Pizzeria in Kernersville is now hiring. Come work for one of the best Italian restaurants in the triad. Currently hiring dishwashers, cooks, front cashiers, and more. Great hours, great pay. Give them a call at 336-993-7707 or stop by and inquire at 1519 Union Cross Road in Kernersville. Start working this week. Blue Naples Pizza. Father Time is undefeated. It's going to hit Tom Brady eventually, too. It might be this year. Hopefully it's this year. And Matt LaFleur went to both of them and said, hey, remember that play you drew up on notebook paper on Thursday? Yeah, run it now. Like, that's the thing that's kind of tripping me up here. We've been clowning Kyrie Irving and his behavior for the past five years. I feel like I just got a point, like on a show or something. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, one. Kersville, you've got state champions coming back home. The East Forsyth Eagles have just won Class 4A state championship. On the line with NASCAR superstar Bubba Wallace. Bubba, what type of music are you listening to right now? Do you listen to anything particular to get you hyped before a race? Uh, I'm in like the heavy metal stuff, like the screamo stuff, stuff you can't understand. <laughs> that's, that's right up my alley. Tie game at 41. Murr takes the snap. Fade right corner of the end zone for Timmons. He oh bobbled it God. and then hold it in in the right corner of the end zone. Terrell Timmons Jr. TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com, your home for triad sports. This is PJ Washington, and you're listening to Tobacco Road Sports Radio on WWBG 1470 AM, your home of the Hornets basketball in the triad. Welcome back to The Rundown here on WWBG 1470 AM. It is our fifth year season finale. I am taking a much needed break. Uh, We will be back, I think, mid-July will be the beginning of uh, season six. Uh, Actually, kind of a newer format, too. I'm kind of changing things around with The Rundown a little bit. It'll kind of resemble a little bit more the way Get Up is. Uh, We'll have uh, more of a regular panel. Hopefully, these three will be able to participate in that. Uh, and I'm thinking about doing some things like uh, giving guys specific segments. So like Brandon can have a, a specific, you know, five minute segment where he gets off a list or something. Larry can do something. Ryan can do something. So similar to like get up, we're going to kind of move it around a little bit and change it, the format a little bit. So uh, take a little break. Be back from that. Franchise players is also on uh, spring or summer break as well. It'll be back in July with uh, high school football previews with coaches, players in the area. Uh, there's a lot of uh, – talent in the triad coming back for 2023 uh grimsley looking really strong um of course they fell in the 4a final that we had here on tobacco road sports radio to newburn uh and one of the damnedest games i've ever seen in high school football uh newburn didn't attempt to pass uh the entire game just ran it like 45 times and won it uh, it was crazy like watching 1940s <laughs> chicago bears football um and then uh, they be independence this who uh newburn no, oh no, Grimsley. Oh, Grimsley. No, they, no, that did they beat Independence? Right? I was checking because you know we had Coach McFadden on live Brandon Blakey. So I thought I, I had seen they think, had beat him last year. I don't think uh, no, they ran. No, they they, they, they oh, beat Wellington. 
They played yeah. weddings in, in the fi- in the Western okay. final. The West was loaded. It was ridiculous last year. Um, just to get out of it was yeah. an accomplishment. Uh, they played Weddington in the final. I want to say Weddington beat Huff, and Huff beat East. Huff is the Huff is the one that's been like the knocking Charlie on the door. power school last yeah. Year. Huff and Chambers, uh, and they've gone through yeah. some coaching changes, so uh, it'll be unique. But Huff, from my understanding, they're loaded on defense uh, as they usually are. A bunch of five star kids going to D one schools. Uh, East Forsyth lost a lot of seniors, but they're loaded as usual. Uh, Bryce got the. Trade. Transferred Grimsley's in. Got Bryce Davis, number twenty-five ranked player in the country. Yeah, yeah. Grimsley's got Bryce Davis. They keep man Grimsley. Man, if you go and look back where they were like five years ago, six years ago, to where they are now, Daryl Daryl Brown has turned that program into a gym here in the uh, the yeah. triad. But it, it it's it, East Forsyth and Grimsley are kind of looking at each other across the park, like they they are aware of each other. <laughs> they used to play hey. each other on conference and then ran out. And now it's like if they see each other, it's in the playoffs and. We almost I, got it last year, so I know they're gonna be happy they ain't gotta see uh Jared or uh Travis Shaw no more up in Grizzly. Wow. Right, we got Bryce Davis and <laughs> Bryce Davis just took over that role. Oh, there. is he a D tackle too? They keep on coming. D line factory. Is he a sophomore or junior? I think he's gonna be a junior, I believe. Yeah, so and then, man, they got a freshman quarterback. I saw their quarterback's really good. Yeah, yeah. on Brandon is yeah, I already got eight eight. And then in Kernsville, they got the two best. They got the two best. Bryce Baker transferred from Walker County to the East. So, I mean. Wait, wait. Bryce Baker transferred there? Mm-hmm. I think Des and I said that was going to happen we, too. We had ago. him on live with Brandon Blakeney. I just want to say we were first. We had him on live with Brandon I said that was going to happen. Des and I were doing a Walkertown basketball game as a freshman. When he was a freshman, I looked up his highlights, and we were looked at each other. We were like, oh, we're just going to end up transferring to East Forsyth. And wait, like, wait, y'all said I Bryce went to East? Bryce yeah. I didn't even know. Like, I found out late. And, like, uh, Coach, Coach Willard was talking – we were talking on the phone because I found out, like, on Twitter. Like, it, it, I think, like, on three or somebody had put something yeah. up about Bryce, and it was like, he's going to East for Cypher. I was like, what? Then I went to his Twitter account. I saw yeah. it, and I was like, Yo. oh. And I, I texted – That's crazy. I texted Rod. I was like, did you know that this kid – he's like, yeah, I know the family, blah, blah, blah. Coach told me, like, months ago. I'm like, what? And then I asked JP. He was like, yeah, Coach told me, like, months ago. I'm like – I don't know the voice he, he of East could, he, football. Nobody told me that we had him on. We had him on live with Brandon Blakeney. He could have gave I us know. the scoop. Like, back, in <laughs> like back in February, we had him on live with Brandon Blakeney. So I'm like, all right. So I'm, I messaged Coach Willard. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we got him. We're not really trying to blow it up or anything. You know well, how we do around here. I'm so, like, yeah, but <laughs> Des, not to <laughs> add any, not to add any speculation, Des. But you remember when he came on, he was talking about how he would have to decide between football and basketball as he's getting scholarship offers. And I wonder yeah, if oh, that yeah. if that's going to help. Does that kind of sway the decision now? Well, like, I, I know uh, head coach Monty Gray over East Forsyth is going to try to give him to play basketball. Has been made. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Monty Gray over at East is going to try to give him to play a little basketball. Oh, absolutely. Like, they're going to try. <laughs> try to well, also, also got to throw in Grimsley probably has the best uh, tandem of tandem receiving core in the country. Alex well. Taylor. Yeah, yeah, I saw Anderson. Alex Taylor. Man. Yeah. Uh, Anderson was the one that really blew up last year. Like Anderson. They're, they're loaded, man. So, like, yeah. yeah, so we got a lot to get into. We'll have, uh, we'll have high school football schedule release uh, probably when we're coming back. I think we did around mid July last year too. So we'll we'll do that and we'll have fun with that. Of course, you know, we're your your home for high school football in the triad. Nobody does it bigger than we do. We'll have minimum three live games most of the week or most of the uh, Friday. Some days we'll have four. So uh, if you want to get in with the uh, top team in the triad, come check us out uh, in mid August. It's right around the corner. Special announcement regarding that and a new sports network that's coming to Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Uh, uh, will be announced in eh, probably about a week or so. All I'll say is it's one of the bigger schools in the area, 
and we just talked about um the Dude, <laughs> i'm still stuck on bryce to eat that's tough that's crazy I, and again I talked to Willard two days ago and he's like yeah man there's a lot of new faces i'm like i'm not really worried about y'all they're they not playing fair you'll be fine <laughs> they're not playing fair golly they're trying to come back with a vengeance so uh the nba finals last night i watched this game Denver just basically just kind of sucked the life out of Miami. It feels like you're watching somebody in like a camel clutch or something, and they're just kind of fading. <laughs> but you <laughs> act like you're surprised. Well, I'm this not is really exactly. Surprised. Can I I'm get just, out? This is exactly what the Heat did the last time they made the finals. Yes. You know this. <laughs> this is exactly, you're playing the, This is a so much better team than the Miami Heat. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's it is so, so much better. And you know, you look at a night where Jokic. You know, yes, he scored 23 points, but he wasn't. His most, uh, you know, dominant game that he played. Oh. But what happens? They got a supporting cast around him. Man, you got Look Bryce Brown Gordon. or Bruce Brown getting twenty. Yeah, off Brown, the Gordon. Like, they came to play. That's, that's the difference between the two teams. And then not only that, look out. I've never seen a team pass the ball. I mean, this team just passes the ball incredibly. They get the ball and they're already thinking about what they're going to do next. And that's a special talent. Not only that, look at what they did. They had um, 11 steals in that game, created 14 turnovers. They are so much better of a team. I'm surprised that Miami's even won one game. There is no way, no way. I don't even know if Miami can come out and win the next game, even though they're at home. This is a much better team. Anybody that is acting surprised, unless you live in Miami, of course, is it's just foolish. I yeah, mean, I'm surprised that the lack of offense, though, man. Yeah, like, yeah, the shooters, three games. The shooters have just <laughs> gone cold. I mean, Struve, well, you know, you know what, Brandon? Like, those guys have gone cold. Brandon, I'm going to tell you something about Gabe this Miami Vincent, Heat team. He's trying. Okay, that yeah. people don't realize. They talk about Adebayo, if I pronounced it correctly. Oh, okay, yes. you yes. talk yes. about Butler. You talk about Butler, <laughs> but the key to this team, I'm telling you, whether how they play and how they fare. Is uh Kyle uh Lowry is how he plays. I think they miss they missing Tyler Harrell really bad, right? No, now. no doubt about that. Like, no I think doubt. that's that's that scoring punch. I think I mean they're missing 20 points a game right now. And I'm not saying him healthy wins them this series, but 20 What's points tough? a game from a team like the Heat. That's tough. Well, Depot was on this team and got hurt. Like if they yeah. had Ola Depot in this run, it'd be a little bit different. So I mean it's just I don't know. I, 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 I didn't expect Miami to get here, but the thing that's most underappreciated about the Nuggets, kind of like Larry said, is their supporting cast. I mean, they yeah. have a supporting cast with, like, Aaron Gordon, KCP, Bruce Brown. All those guys at one point in their career have been, like, a one, two, or three option on another team. Like Aaron Gordon went off last night. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron He's Gordon. He's hooping. Yeah, yeah, like, Aaron Gordon, he Aaron Gordon was, was a player yeah. in Orlando when he was there. KCP He's, was a he's, really he's good player perfect. in Detroit. I mean. He's perfect for that team, too, because yeah. – he, he can jump out the building, so you can lob it pretty much wherever, and Jokic just kind of figure that out. Where they do this, the thing where Jokic gets it right there at the free throw line, basically in the middle of the zone, and just kind of does that little one-handed like toss towards the basket. Yeah. And Gordon's just like right there to get it. They can't defend it. Miami's too small. Like they don't have enough size to really – I mean, Gordon's, what, 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, and they've got like Gabe Pinson trying to guard him in the post. And Look, getting it's bullied. embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, getting bullied like elementary school. Like these literally just backing this dude down like 80s NBA basketball. They're, 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 I'm just like, wow. So yeah, but, and Aaron Gordon wasn't shooting the ball like he was in Orlando. Like he's really no, developed he's his better. jumper. Yeah, last night better. he was. Yeah, last night he, he was. Three. He was eleven of fifteen from the field yesterday. Three or four. I, from three I mean, point range. I think so, he. I think he's also figured out what he is. Like 
you know, yes. when he came in the league, everybody was trying to make him like the next, like another star. And he's just, that's not who he is. Like he's a very good defender too. Like he probably, yeah. defender and that's okay. That he'll, and he'll end up yeah. probably yeah, yeah, yeah. two or three rings in Denver yeah. because of it. Yeah. And then, cause I'm sitting there looking around the Western conference and I'm like, okay, people are talking about Phoenix, but Phoenix is really just two dudes at this point. Like they traded yeah. off the rest of the team to get Durant. Like they're not the Phoenix Suns from two years ago. That team is in Brooklyn. <laughs> so it's like, it's like they're, what they're, they going to do with Aiden? What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we don't know what they're going to do with Aiden Lakers. We, I mean, we talked about them. LeBron, he started to show his age a little bit here towards the end of the year. Injuries. He's he has been hurt every single year he's been in LA, pretty much. Uh, also, they gotta they gotta keep. I mean, Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura's contracts are up. Like they, I did they, they see gotta make that, decisions there. I hope yeah, Reeves. It's, I hope, I hope it's an official statement, yeah. but I thought I saw that the Lakers have already said they're gonna match whatever offer Austin Reeves gets. So yeah, they they did. So they he, did. which is good. He needs yeah. to be back. Rui yeah. needs to be back because he fits in well as a third scorer with AD and LeBron. But they do need to figure out the point guard situation. Do not bring in Kyrie Irving to the situation, please. The Mavericks <laughs> not, seem like they're not do this. destined hey, to hey. keep him. Kyrie's, but, trying hey. get, Kyrie's trying to get LeBron to come to Dallas. That makes sense. Like, what in the world? Like, why would LeBron like, bro, his, his like, kid, I want to know, his, I want to know what face LeBron made when he bro, read that text message. This man, <laughs> this man got two kids playing <laughs> down the street from the old Staples. <laughs> Like, you want me to go to Dallas to play with you and Luca? Like what? Like that's just that's just Kyrie kind of putting ideas, just floating them out there. But I think Kyrie knows that I don't think the Lakers are going to go after him. Um, and Denver wants to keep him. I mean, they're obviously not a title team, but I think the Dallas. West is it's interesting with the Sacramento Kings. They'll keep getting better. They'll get better. But what the? I don't know what the hell Memphis is doing or what Golden they're going to do. Oh, I think Memphis, and that's something oh, we yeah. hadn't talked about I, yet because they're waiting for how long is John's suspension? Too, yeah, they're so. waiting for the end I mean, of the NBA for 30 games bro yeah. and no it's more than 30 i think he might i mean they're saying the minimum year. is 30 i don't think he misses a season but they saying the minimum i think it's probably 30. half the season would be my guess it's got to be I enough for it, for it to be significant because there's no reason for them to announce that they're going to say it after the nba finals unless it's going to be a big deal you know otherwise they just yeah. put it out there yeah. but, but they made a point to be like oh we're going to talk about that after the finals <laughs> so yeah, we can just right. sit here and just think just wonder for like two weeks what punishment is jock going to get and then jock you know did you see this? Joss Camp comes out. This is like two months after this happened. They're like, oh, well, yeah, that was, to say it was a like a Well, everybody's on, saying, like, the league is saying they got proof it was a toy gun. Like, they know it was a oh, toy gun. On, they're, they're still, my thing is, they're why still did you, why did you wait hand, so long to yeah, say Exactly. <laughs> why do you say that immediately on Twitter? Like, no, 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 it's a fake. It's a, it's a toy gun. No, they waited I on eat, Like, why didn't they just come right back on the lot, another live, and just show that it was a, like a lighter? <laughs> Look, like, God, that would have been the common sense it's, thing. It's a water no, they, they're all like, uh, see, and that goes back to what I was saying before. It's a difference. I see people trying to like show like uh, there's a picture of like Draymond Green, like in military gear, like at a shooting range, like shooting. He's taking a picture. It's like, oh, why didn't he get in trouble for this? It's because of what it was represented. Like Ja was representing, quote unquote, gang culture, like with what he was do- riding around Memphis, the home of the first 48. You riding around Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> With, with a pistol or fake pistol, whatever it is, you riding around on an IG live in Memphis, Tennessee, where the first 48 was created. Like, it's this is one so, of the most diabolical cities. In the, let me ask in the you, whole country. Would, it, would it have been better if he was like at his home in Montana? It would have been better if he didn't do it at all. Like, it <laughs> I'm just asking though, would it, like, would it would have been more acceptable though like, if he was on? If he was on a ranch somewhere in Montana with, with a sniper rifle, would it have been better? Is that what, what you're saying did. in your opinion? Yeah, yeah. Like if Why? it was like in a in a specific setting, like, like his not, house. Like, 
like in the house? No, that's no, the like outside. Thing. That's what I'm saying. So, like, they were showing. Well, I think it was like wait. Chris Kamen or somebody. Who was it with the rifle? They were just posing with like their whole family at their house. Yeah, I and, never like, understood that. Like, either. I, I seen a 12 year old holding like an AR-12. Yeah, that scares me that. personally. <laughs> that's scary. That's, that's, I mean, that's, I, I, but, I but I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, we're in North Carolina, man. We're in an open carry state. Oh, everybody now. got the strap. Well, I'm up North here in New York, man. It's easier to. Man, you ain't seeing no guns up here. You that's because <laughs> if you got one, you're going to jail. Yeah. 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 I literally ran for a long dude. time. Yes. I literally, that's I literally, I literally that's ran into a dude that's in, a the, uh, tail fear. in the meat section of the food yeah. line like last week. Like I literally bumped into a guy by accident. I was like, oh man, sorry. Look down, dude had like big old like police looking pistol like on his, his hip. I'm like, oh man, sorry, man. Man, flip flops, of course. <laughs> He's in there yeah. like mine, like pot roast or oh, something and both need to bring like but you can do it now in north carolina so you get um, a ps5 and a revolver in the same place in north carolina i'm not mad at job for owning a gun if he owns one or whatever i'm not well, one at all <laughs> yeah i'm frustrated with him for having the fuck he needs to flaunt he has one like that that's lifestyle it. that's the problem like it's don't annoying it. it's annoying it's Clarence. He's Clarence from Eight Mile. Like, he's like, you don't need to do this, man. We, don't. <laughs> we all know your background. God, he had two. He did have two good parents. <laughs> yeah. And they are together, so they must have had a really good marriage. Had a really good marriage. <laughs> Went to a really good school. My favorite, like, we my know. favorite is his school pictures. <laughs> Dressed up in the dressed up with the, yeah. all the way up. Come on, Clarence. You don't want to do all this. You about to get a super max too? You out here flung gun. You went on, to man. you went to Memphis and everything changed. Man. <laughs> see, see, first 48. I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, the first 48 is one of the greatest television shows in history. You gotta go. Like I can see Josh sitting at that table. They're offering him a cheeseburger to say something. You know what I mean? Like he he's trying to be in that world, and you don't need to be because you're worth 250 million dollars. Like, leave it behind. The, the the guys in Memphis that do this every day, they would switch places with you in a second. So that's why I want, yeah, like that's the other thing is he doesn't need to carry the gun. No, you got you got around you other carry people. The gun. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be holding it, Josh. Chris Carter gave a whole lecture about this. <laughs> that's actually an excellent that's the point. point like, of the you it. like you're supposed to have somebody else there with you. You man that just got out. Um do we, think that, uh, <laughs> do we take think, the charges? Uh, is there any chance at all? That Miami can win three straight here. There's only happened no. once before, and that team had they LeBron James. Unless they have LeBron him. from Miami. <laughs> yeah. 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 He had Kyrie with him, and they had was, a couple uh, 40 point games. They, they, I, don't, I don't know if they win another game. I, 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 yeah, I think it's Miami. I thought Jimmy was good for two, but yeah, I don't know. It's I looking unlikely. Hurt. I think Jimmy's hurt. Something, it feels oh, like tired. He, his foot, he could be. He's been carrying the team. I'm another months. picture from like the one from the bubble. <laughs> He's been carrying the team. Like he, we haven't seen. Uh, I'm not sure. Here. I think we're being honest. Like, and we, I think we saw it. I don't even know. Like, the Heat were the better team early in that Boston series, but three of the last four games they looked awful. With the exception they held of Game on. Seven, yeah, they <laughs> like, hold on. yeah. yeah. <laughs> this Heat team, honestly, it comes, what it really comes down to for them is their three point shooting. Like we, all the stuff we just dissected. When they come out hot from three, they usually win. And when they shoot under like. 36%, they usually lose. Like that game two that they won against Denver, they shot like 48% or something nuts from three-point range. And like, like everybody was hitting. But you can't count on that every game. And they don't have enough size in the paint to bang with Denver. So it's like, this was just a bad matchup for Miami to begin with. Terrible. Like Terrible just, But Denver's a bad matchup for a lot of teams, I'm learning. Now that I've watched them for a couple of weeks, they're just, they're really, they're, 
they're the perfect example of why I don't like the microwave creation of teams that's happened over the past 10 years where you, you know, you get a guy and another guy, you put them together, you just throw some stuff around them and hope that they can make it work. Like the, the LeBron thing, the Miami Heat thing, it kind of started right there. Boston Celtics thing. But see, I don't count them because the players <laughs> that put that team together, the GMs did. Uh, I'm not Boston Celtics put it together. I mean, nah, nah. Did, and then we, I mean, didn't uh, didn't Charles Barkley go and join Elijah Wan and them boys? I'm just saying. They were like late 30s when I'm it happened. Just, I'm just saying it's, I mean, it's been happening. We're not gonna put that on LeBron. But, the, but, like. but the, no, we can put this on LeBron no. because he it's done. He's done it everywhere he's gone since. LeBron, like he did in LeBron, Miami. He's not the he's not he the originator. He just perfected it. He's perfected. not the originator. Yeah. I mean, he's won with three different franchises. I don't know if he's the originator. Say, but he made He's it. He's definitely he not the originator. He made it. Yeah. Made it, yeah. made it I, I get that. I get that. He yeah. showed players the power that they can have. Yeah. But see, it cheapens it for me because it's almost like you're taking a shortcut. And then plus, the past couple of years, those teams haven't won. Like if you really last year, Golden State won. Their core was all drafted. The year before that, Milwaukee won. Their core Man, was pretty much they all did. drafted. Andrew like, Wiggins. You know? I mean, just... they should have. Well, Wiggins. Wiggins is a whole other story where it's like he hooping. Honestly, I mean, he was all. The cap should have never traded off Andrew Wiggins, in my opinion. Like they should have kept him they, instead There's... of Kevin Love. They should have kept Andrew Wiggins to pair with LeBron. LeBron might still be in Cleveland today. He like, did. If, I think name? at the time though, Kevin Love fit that team. That would have hampered Wiggins' development. You think I don't know because they played the same position. <laughs> well, I think yeah, I think I think LeBron wanted. I think LeBron wanted. Kevin Love. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he needs, we needed Everybody somebody that was ready to play. With, yeah. He don't like playing with rookies at this point. Or yeah, right like it would have hampered him. But I mean, yeah, it's just like it feels like it's going back to that old school method of in Denver today. You know, their yeah. whole their whole core. I mean, well, Aaron Gordon came in off of a trade, but pretty much their core Porter Junior Jokic was Murray. a second round pick. Murray. Uh, yeah, I yeah, mean they're all Jamal drafted Murray. by the team and they've been together. Like Mike Malone's been the coach for eight years, so they, which they really still, never they're still working. They're still working. They made a trade yesterday. For oh, the to get that pick. Did they trade again? I saw your trade. They, they just traded I picks. I think they just swapped second round picks. Well, like they got that. a fir- they yeah. got a first round pick too in this year's draft or either this year and or next year's. They got they got thirty seven and forty. Yeah. And Denver, Denver got a first round pick for next year too. Do we? I think we talked about this last week uh, with Charlotte in terms of Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller. I was on Scoot all of last week, and now I'm starting to shift back to Brandon Miller a little bit. Um, you can't it, make up your mind. I really can't. Well, they keep, the media is confusing me because they're like, "Well, all all indications show that they're looking at Brandon Miller." I'm like, "He hasn't even worked out here yet." Like, how is that? Well, he did now. He's but when they were saying it, he hadn't even been here yet. So. Mitch and those guys, they're they're going to base it off the workouts. But I'm starting to look at like his size and what he can do. He's six nine. Mike Mike's going to surprise everybody and draft Caleb Love, huh? Mike's going to surprise everybody and draft Caleb Love (laughs) (laughs) with the number twenty seven pick in the first round. Caleb Love, like, "Ah." no, actually, he's going to do number two overall. He's going to be like. Can't make up. He's gonna, he's gonna be like Dennis. I can't make up my mind between these two guys. So we're just Might, gonna get, Might as well get a Carolina guy. Yeah, a Carolina dude. Um, no, nah, I, I mean just having two six nine dudes in your backcourt, like to grow with, and with like Miller and Lamelo, that Mark Williams at center. Because to me, it's like if you have a, a top four pick, if you have two of them in like a four year stretch, you have zero excuse to get this wrong. Like you should be able to get two guys that can be cornerstones for the next ten years. Lamelo, that worked out in your favor almost by accident, and now you got the second pick in a draft where there's basically two guys you can pick from. Both of them kind of got – not really baggage with them, but – Here's the thing that I – like, if you if you take Scoot Henderson to me, that says that you don't think you're keeping LaMelo. Mm, mm. 
See, I, I think they got a good shot to keep. I mean, they can offer more money than anybody else, uh, especially if Jordan sells the team. Like, they'd be full. If the Hornets let Lamelo Ball walk, I, 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 I oh, ultimately. So yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of guys too. aren't turning down that second contract though. That yeah. cheese is hard to say no That's to. True. It's a lot. I mean, he'll he should get it. Um. So if the, so if they feel like they can keep him, then I would say Brandon. Yeah, I mean about, it makes uh, sense. What do you think about um? Because I know Ryan and Brandon especially follow college basketball really deep. What do you think about Gigi Jackson at 27? I think he's going to be an absolute steal. He's a kid that I scouted in high school. He's he's young for his for his group right now. He skipped his senior year, but mm-hmm. he led South Carolina in scoring. They weren't a really good team, but you know he had some maturing to do there. I think that he kind of had to earn the respect of the older guys that have been there, and there were some issues in the locker room between those guys. The team dynamic was a little bit of a power struggle. But I think when he gets to the league, I mean, he's 6'9", play the three, play the four, shoots See? the ball, put him athletic. For a year. Put him in think, for a year or two. He's explosive. Or, I think him or Whitehead at 27 would be a, could be a steal. Whitehead's, yeah, Whitehead's good, man. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Either one, of the, either one of those guys, I think, is a steal at 27. He's about, get, the kid from the Duke? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was like yeah. the top high school player. He was the top high school player. He was hurt a lot last year. He started to play better towards the Great end of the season. He did. Yeah, I remember he did. that. Yeah, he's a yeah. good three-point shooter. I mean, I don't um, know if they could pull it off, but even Imani Bates in the second round, I think, is going to be absolutely a steal. They had him in for a workout. So, yeah, I mean, and I'm looking at him like, I remember these kids being like number one in their class, number two in their class. Like, the talent is it's there. It's just a matter of, and no, they have they have three early second round picks too, right? Yeah, yeah they got five yeah. total. So I like, mean, Monty Bates was on Sports Illustrated before we even knew yeah. who Victor mm-hmm. Wembanyama was. Right. Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm curious what the Hornets do here because they're we've got enough young talent. Like I want to I want to see them take the ascension Denver did over the five six years where they keep a core together, they grow together. You add a couple of vets as you go, and then you get to a point. You still got to have a top ten overall guy. Like you still need a top ten dude to get you to where Denver is now. And yeah. clearly, Nikola Jokic is a top 10 guy. Like, oh, he's, he's a top two guy. He might be the best player. On I think Earth. he's the best player in the league. It's hard to like, say he's not at this which point. Which is ridiculous because he can <laughs> only jump three inches off the ground. But yeah. <laughs> he does everything else. <laughs> like, everything else he, he does. Yeah. Um, Nobody's figured not, it out. It's hard right. not to It's That's, hard to say he's not the best. The dude doesn't miss a shot in the lane. No, nope. Wasn't he a late-round pick? Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, he the stuff that he during a Taco Bell commercial, like they went to a Taco Bell commercial when he got drafted, and like it was on the banner underneath. He, <laughs> so, like, we and that still was. makes me wonder how did he get to where Melo's number? Like that is so disrespectful. That is weird. I never thought about that, but yeah, how come they didn't do something? With I guess, I guess because, I guess because the relationship wasn't great at the time. Yeah, maybe? I don't know. But now, I mean, hmm. now I got to decide which one they're going to retire. <laughs> ah, sorry for mellow yeah, he get the new york knicks jersey retired though so he'll be good that's, yeah. he'll, he'll be, that's probably the one he yeah. wanted anyway before we got here though i had to address the whole uh skip bayless shannon sharp thing i had it on here from last week we didn't get a chance to get to it uh it appears there's gonna be a divorce on undisputed uh skip and shannon to part ways i i was drawn to the story because it kind of reminds me of what happened with me um and josh graham a couple of years back uh, and I always get asked, you know, what's the deal with y'all? What's going on? Do y'all hate each other? Blah, blah, blah. We're fine. We're totally fine. Like it took it. I think for for me and I've never really said this on airwaves before. I don't think he really has addressed it either. But when you work with somebody in this media environment, like in that type of environment for a year, two years, three years, you, it's almost like uh, like you're a working marriage uh, to a certain extent. So there's going to be good. and There's going to be bad. And you're going to see 
certain warts on the other person that you might not have noticed a year ago or some you're gonna hear the same stories or you know, you know what i mean like you're just gonna it's gonna get to the same narrative and like i think with me and him towards the end i do remember we, we weren't necessarily like fighting with each other i think we were just getting weary of where we were like where the show was like it needed to be something different and i think we both knew the writing was on the wall we just didn't know exactly how it was gonna go down and then when it actually went down i was fine with it but it was i was more upset as time went on, I became more upset with the company than I was with him. And now that company doesn't even own WSJS anymore. So for those that have asked, I mean, we saw each other at the ACC tournament uh, during the finals. Me, him, and JP talked for a little bit. Uh, I've called in. Uh, we we text regularly. Like, we're still friends, but it's almost like a like a Mike and the Mad Dog type of uh, element where, like, will we do another show together again? Probably not. I don't. I don't think we would. Uh, I totally respect his work ethic and what he does. I don't think anybody works harder in terms of putting a show together uh, in the in the state. Uh, so from that, learned a lot working with him. But this Skip and Shannon thing kind of reminded me that you can have two people that don't agree like on anything. And that was the main thing with me and him, me and Josh. We didn't really agree on any sports topic. He would be one side and I'd be the other. But that was the thing that people liked, it, like in the triad. Like we kind of had that Mike and Mad Dog dynamic going on in the triad. And it's not really there anymore because of we just couldn't figure out how to keep it going. Um, but shout out to shout out to Josh, shout out to WSJS. I do business with them right now, uh, which is strange uh, in terms of full circle coming back around. We they actually help uh, help handle my ANT production for football and basketball stuff. So we have we do have a working relationship. We do, and who knows, maybe something else happened down the road. But uh, Skip and Shannon. It's a little different because we never personally attacked each other. And I think Skip personally attacked Shannon a couple of times on air. Uh, the the um, the Hamlin incident in Buffalo was probably the thing that kind of pushed it over. But Wait, what happened with that? You, saw, you know, the dude that had Skip, cardiac Skip arrest. On the field. No, no, I know that. But what, oh, what, was, uh, what were their arguments? Tweet. Skip put out a tweet while the dude's laying on the field, talk, oh, basically talking yeah. about, well, how's the NFL going to finish this game? They need to finish this game. But it seems like. Yep blah 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 shannon didn't show up to work the next day because of it uh then he came in the very he gave a little monologue right at the very beginning and skip cut him off in the middle of the monologue and shannon like i mean shannon like he was gonna flip the table like he took his glasses off (laughs) oh that's when that clip where he's like put your glasses back on he's just just like dude like you won't even let me sit here and explain like why i wasn't here yesterday and what was going on without you butting in and from that point on they have been just kind of a little bit off and like who who would be best to replace Shannon? And where should Shannon go? Like, do you think Shannon ends up on uh, ESPN? I mean, you know, Stephen A is calling for it. He's the he's the LeBron over there. So maybe Stephen you know, A, maybe Michael Irvin and Shannon Sharp on Mondays. I after, think they uh, would have to do something with Michael Irvin. That's a little too much uh I, I, espresso in your coffee that early. I don't know if that's espresso. If that's I what saw, they call it now. Yeah, 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 we know it's not espresso. <laughs> we know it's not Something. We know I've never seen a man sweat like so. This man, quickly. this man has been caught multiple times. He sweats. He sweats, he sweats, he sweats. I wouldn't go. <laughs> Michael Irvin sweats thickly. You know what I'm talking like? It's a thick sweat. Like it's not like a. It's like a coating. I wouldn't go put like, my man know, out there. <laughs> like every every Monday, and he, he's like a preacher, man. But can you imagine him and Shannon Sharp and Stephen A on a first take panel for football man. on Mondays, and Dan Orlovsky <laughs> like just catching strings? Yeah, that's like, a lot of. Express so when you coffee. That's all. That's a lot to take in, who, man. Who could you see sitting in front of Skip? 
Um, I saw I Max Kellerman's name pop up, and I, I was saw, like, huh. I saw. Also, <laughs> you know what? I I dislike Lashawn McCoy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like who's? Like, I, <laughs> I think Max Kell Max oh. Kellerman and Skip Bayless are two individuals that don't care who they bring down. What what cause as long as they get a name for themselves? I said that about both of them. You know, he Kel what is Kellerman did it with Brady. You see, um, Skip did it with Shannon, just in a Brady situation, also kind of ironic. But you know, at the end of the day, I'm sorry. You know, I know you can go to debating school and they tell you to pick on the other guy and get under their skin and all this stuff. It's wrong. What Skip Bayless did, what Max Kellerman does is completely wrong. It's not, it's about the topic at hand, not about the individual across the table you're talking to. And when you start going and and you pass that line of attacking your debater, it is completely wrong. And if you ask me, I would have gotten rid of Skip Bayless and kept shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you can replace especially, Skip. I mean, he's, well, especially he's younger for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and Skip doesn't and know anything. Right now. Like, Skip, so Skip talks Dallas Cowboys, Patriots, yeah. yep. LeBron James, and a little OKC Thunder. That's about it. That's it. Like, but just, at uh, the end of the day, first of all, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying say, you got to play the game, okay? But Skip has a hell of a ball. A hell, excuse me. Shannon has a heck of a lot more knowledge that I want to listen to than Skip does. He took his uh he took his podcast Club Shay Shay with him, so he'll be taking that with him wherever he goes. I think he'll probably end up at ESPN. Uh, as far as his replacement, I, I think I mean the anti-LeBron rhetoric. I mean, and you know the, that's what that show's kind of built on is yeah. somebody defending LeBron and somebody hating on LeBron. Uh, Nick, <laughs> yeah. Nick Wright, I think Nick Wright makes a lot of. I mean, Nick Wright be knowing his stuff too, man. He's he's no, no, yeah, he's, I like he's. That. He's a yeah. guy that usually has like the yeah. numbers to back yeah. up at least what he said. Yeah, yeah. Some, lo- yeah. some logic. He does. Yeah. I've yeah. seen like Chris. Well, no, I've seen a lot of people say no to Chris Broussard. Uh, he's already on first things first. Yeah. And on, uh, I, I, think- I ain't going to lie. I would like to see Rob Parker. That I was would be just hilarious. About to say, Rob Parker that would be hilarious. right in, right there. <laughs> that would be <laughs> him and Skip. I've seen like- LaShawn McCoy's name being thrown around too. You got to have somebody that'll stand up to Skip. You can't have somebody that that that'll just let him run all over you with his with his stuff, and that's what makes it work. Uh, you know, because and we're running, out of, we've actually ran out of time here. But, but the same thing happened uh, with Skip and Shannon, kind of happened on first take with uh, with Stephen A. and Max. Because I mean, Max was only supposed to be there for like two years, and ended up being there like eight. And like you kind of saw it. I, I remember watching those shows towards the end before they announced he was leaving, and you could tell that. Stephen A and some of the panel members had just had enough of Max. Like anytime they talked basketball, they just completely just poo-pooed his opinion on it. As soon as he said it, like Max, you don't know anything about basketball. We're just going to ignore everything. You, like they got to that. He's point. a boxing yeah, guy, they, but he he makes good points here and there. But they just completely just pushed him off. And then the fact that if you listen to ESPN now or watch it now, uh, Stephen A doesn't mention Max. Max doesn't mention Stephen A. They are on completely separate times. Like they literally are using the same sets, <laughs> but like Max is in there in the afternoon. He's on the radio in the morning. Ma- uh, Stephen A. Max, on the radio in the afternoon. Max He's is on also TV on the way morning. out. Huh? Max is also on the way out as far as his own show. Like right. uh, that's where that's right. where Pat McAfee's going. Oh yeah, and that was probably, oh wow, that was probably a good move too. So you could see oh, him over at Fox Sports. That, that might that might save ESPN <laughs> as mm-hmm. far as radio yeah. and everything. Especially like, if they're going to let uh, 
if they're going to let him keep his format the way it is yeah. uh, and his stuff on YouTube the way it is, which is what I think he was he's asking nuts. for. He's nuts. Yeah, mean, McAfee's great. I like he's him. Great. He's great. entertaining, yeah. too. Man. He yeah. is entertaining. <laughs> it's like him. I think this. The, I think that's the ESPN's way of saying that they messed up with uh, uh, Levitard and, and letting them go yeah. off and do their thing. They should have worked something out to keep him because Levitard was Pat McAfee before. <laughs> Pat McAfee pretty much with the way that they do their show. And now they've built up their whole individual – sports pod empire over there off of their brand where it was with espn like mina kimes came from that you know like they're they're building something where they're going to be able to start poaching people from espn and i think espn knows it so they're trying to build up their stuff now um we gotta go like i said this is the season finale i'm pretty sure we're done uh for season five uh when we're back rundown we'll have new graphics we'll have new music we'll have all kinds of new stuff uh and we'll be back in time to start previewing uh nfl training camps will be in action uh my boy bryce young is now the the listed at number one uh with the uh the panthers so we'll get into all that stuff a lot of stuff will be coming back in july but uh stick around out of pocket uh from my uh from yesterday i'll be on in just a bit uh we'll be back in about a month or so so uh peace to everybody uh follow us on our youtube channel they're still programming on throughout the summer youtube.com forward slash at tobacco road sports radio you can catch live with brandon blakeney uh frankly speaking baseball is all, all this summer so you can get your baseball fix with larry uh he'll be covering uh mlb all summer long so definitely get with him uh we're out have a good saturday go watch wake hey